Blog Talk Radio. All right. Here we go. Okay. Resources were in the white communities, and they was in control of it. 
and they gave the black community very little resources to deal with. But you still had in the black community professionals, educators, politicians. Every, you had poor blacks, middle-class blacks, upper-class blacks living in the same area, making it prosper and making it happen. Then when they got a chance to move out of the um, black community, they took their chance and they did it. They took their shot and they did it. Now, what I'm getting at, I see it. Any other any other people don't see it, I can understand it. Call it, let me know. Personally, I think desegregation fucked up the black community. I really do. I really do. And it just took away our best and our brightest, and they just separated. It took us to the point where we had nobody to look up to. We had nobody to 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 to, to um, bring up in the conversation when we sitting around chilling on our porch. You know, in Mississippi, they used to call us um, 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 porch monkeys and whatnot. That's what they did in Mississippi. My mom told me all about that dumb shit. But anyway, when we sitting around chilling and whatnot. We talk about everything but people in our own neighborhoods. You know, professor this, uh, doctor that, um, uh, Mr. this, Mr. that. We have no one in our community to look up to because they're our best and brightest left. Now, they probably wanted a better life for their families, which is understandable. But why could you make a better life where you were at? You know, you got politicians now Apologize for shit they did way back in the twenties and thirties. And the new niggas, they just sitting around. They 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 know what's going on, but they're not going to acknowledge it. They're just happy to be where they at, comfortable where they at, and chilling where they at. They're not going to put any more thoughts into it. They're not going to bring it up. They get around their friends. They start talking about the views of this and where they've been on their vacation and this and that. The hood don't come up because they're comfortable where they at. And I'm thinking in my mind, well, this shit all by design. Because when you had the great migration from the south to the north, the first places they went to was in the black communities where they got help. You know, at that time, the churches were pretty cool. They helped them uh, migrate into the neighborhood and became productive citizens. But because racism in America wasn't law until 1638, anybody out there that's listening, look up the Merlin Exclusion Doctrine The Merlin Exclusion Doctrine Racism was written into law In 1638 in this country Google it I'm not going to say anything else about it Google it, look it up Go to um, Wikipedia Look it up, that shit was written into law And it tells you Exactly what our Function was going to be In their country And don't get pissed off because I brought this up, because I know a lot of people out there are tired of me talking about uh, black this, white this, black that. Once I see that they quit fucking with us, I'll quit talking about it. As long as I keep reading and, and finding shit, I'm going to keep bringing it up. I got a little time on my hands, so I read. I come across some shit, I'm going to throw it out there. You know, my Facebook pages or either on this radio program. I'm going to do it. So if you, you new niggas tired of listening to this shit because your shit is straight, fine. Take your ass on. I don't get no fuck. 
I ain't trying to be Dr. King, because Dr. King made a whole lot of mistakes. Him and them old rotten-ass kids are here. When he went to China and got the statue made. That's fucked up. You mean tell me ain't no blacks in America that could have made that statue? They could have went to Africa and got somebody to make the fucking statue. No, they want to go to China. The white man set China up to make all the motherfucking money because they're going to get their pockets into China's money. They're going to get their hands on China's uh, on money, and she's going to come right back to them through the back door. That's why you see everything made in China. It's cheaper. Cheap labor. And that's another thing. How the fuck they be so goddamn smart and only working for like $2 an hour? I mean, $2 a month. That's how smart them motherfuckers is. They say, well, Chinese good in math. Chinese, well, they ain't got no goddamn sense if you ask me. A lot of them don't. Good point. That's how smart they are. Good point, yeah. They'll bring up in a minute, huh? They'll bring them up in a minute. They'll tell you what segment of the uh, race is doing what and what they're about and who's the most smartest and who's the, um, the best at this and best at that. They just automatically assume, you know, because we had shit when we were slaves. All we did was play, running around, running from the motherfuckers that we got every chance we got. We was a showpiece. We were most like gladiators, to tell you the truth. Because back in the South, they had no TV, no radio. All they had was a bunch of fine black women running around there, and the man, the white man had his bed winches, and when he runs off and buy new slaves, his wife run and get the bucks, and she start banging them. So that's all they did in the South. They watch us play and they watch us do our thing and whatnot. They watch us make music and whatnot. They watch us do all types types of shit. When blacks got really t- uh, got able to learn the language and blacks got ready to 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 make their life easier, they invented shit. History will tell you that everything that makes our life easy right now was invented by a black man. If you do your fucking history and do Wikipedia and Google that shit up, you'll see what I'm talking about. And if I sound prejudiced, fuck it, so be it. I'm, I'm looking out for mine first. If that's being prejudiced, I guess I am. I was told a black man can't be prejudiced. When I read about that Maryland exclusion doctrine, blacks can't be racist. We didn't make that fucking law up. They did. Right after they made that, they came up with the slave law. And every state and colony at that time, and, and, and uh, included that into their constitution. You can look up any state and look up slave laws for that particular state. All that shit is about the same. And then you get into certain specifics depending on what state, what state you're in because Illinois, um, Illinois was one of the biggest draws because of Chicago, and they, they went from here to Canada to get most of their freedoms. Hell, I didn't even know Washington D.C. was a slave um, slave uh, district, and that's where the president's at, and that's where all the presidents have been since this country been established. And think about it on this one. I'm getting back to the Dr. King thing in a minute. Every president that we've ever had never said anything about the Ku Klux, the Ku Klux Klan. They didn't call them terrorists. They called them a hate group. But they were fucking. They are. They were. They are terrorists. ISO. They wear black clothes and they cover their faces where you can't see shit. What the Klan do? They wear robes with hats and you can't see shit. Same thing. But nobody went after them. 
They thrived. They used them. Rich people have all the time to work. See, rich folks, the cynical rich folks, they can sit around all fucking day long and figure out how to make people lives one way or another. Just like that movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy. It's a good example. Fucking good example. They fucked up two people's lives for a bet. One dollar. Just to get their jollies off. And give back to King. How we know King didn't fall for some of that bullshit? Because somebody could have told all the smart ass people he had around him, somebody could have told him, if we go through with this, we're going to lose the black community. And we did. It was nothing like the um, um, when we started making a shitload of money in the black communities back in the day. It was from the uh, early, uh, the late 1900s up until like uh, the late 1920s, 1930s. But see, a lot of you motherfuckers don't read and go through your history because you're too busy being new niggas. Some of you niggas think anything should happen to 1972 or uh, or 2001. Or 2005, depending on what your, how your situation, the better your situation got, the less shit you want to know. And that's just me being real. Just like Obama was trying to um, um, integrate the wealthy neighborhoods so the average black person can move it. Ain't no, I, I'm guilty of that shit too. Because when I get ready to get tired of Bebe and Bobo fucking with me and I'm trying to. And me trying to talk to Bebe and Bobo and trying to get their asses on the right track and, and, and trying to get the neighborhood right and then trying to get the ward right and dealing with these old crooked-ass, black-ass politicians that don't do shit. They just do a little bit up until the next election. Then they all out there with, with hams and turkeys and shit, hoping you be their friend and vote for them. When that time comes, I don't know where the fuck I'm going to go. I don't know where I'm going. So in my mind, I might as well just stay the fuck where I'm at and make it better here. At least I know everybody on the block now. Asshole next door, he ain't no problem no more. I'm in utopia right about now. Now I can start on the next block where the brothers hanging out at and see if I can talk to them Them silly motherfuckers. Right? Most of them is in their late 20s. You can't tell half of them shit. You have to make your money hand over fist. Their parents can't tell. You can't tell no 20-year-old motherfucker that's making $5,000 a week anything. They got rappers on the radio talking that same bullshit. <laughs> I wish I knew this one rapper name. He was talking about how his mother was talking to him and how, you know, um, he in his mind, she ain't making no sense to him. Motherfucker, you only 17 years old. What you going to tell a 40 or 50-year-old motherfucker that they ain't making no goddamn sense? You only been here 17 years. And you just happen to come into a shitload of money. Now you just shit. Don't put shit back in your community. Look at your motherfucking car. Your car works more than any motherfucking house on the block. But that's how you roll it. Your money, you spend it the way you want to spend it. And your mother and father, you're you going to make an album talking about your mother. I mean, uh, your mother don't know what the fuck she's talking about. First time the motherfucker get clipped. He gonna call his moms. First time somebody busts a cap out of his ass, he gonna call the police. Same motherfucker he running from and talking about fuck the police. That gonna be the first motherfucker that he called. So stop the bullshit. Wake the fuck up and deal with what we got in front of us. The system has been fucked up since we've been here, and it's gonna stay fucked up. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. 
I had somebody tell me, you're in America. You can do anything you want. Get the fuck out of here. Who told you that shit? I'm not watching an episode of Mayberry RFD. God damn it, we're talking about real life. You can squ- you can get by with some shit, but you ain't going to fuck around and prosper. And then once you do get to the point where you get prosper, you get all fucked up in the head. Now you want to uh, now you want to fuck around and sit there and say we ought to be happy with what people what what the system had gave us that that that, that Carson Benson ben, ben Carson said that bullshit. We ought to be happy with what we uh, what they gave us. Don't get me started, brother. I know. <laughs> go ahead, though. Go ahead. I had somebody <laughs> tell me that we ought to fuck around and nah, I saw a message on my page that we ought to um, you know feed the hungry and and and. And make sure everybody's comfortable before we start arguing about religion. Fuck that religion is the one that got them all fucking broke and in a state of dumbness in the first place. How the fuck are you gonna work forty hours, bring in bring home three hundred fifty dollars a week, and you don't give a percentage of that to a bunch of motherfuckers that don't give a fuck about you? They just tell you a bunch of shit to keep you happy. And they'll tell you some shit like, Well, you can get yours in, in, on the back end. Pray on the front end, get yours on the back end. Why these motherfuckers getting their ass on the front end and, and, and enjoying you know, enjoying the fucking fruits of their labor. Lying to you. Getting back to King. Somebody should have tapped them on the shoulder and told them, man, this is a bad idea. Nobody in that fucking group obviously didn't do their homework. They didn't fuck around and look at Tulsa and and, and um and uh Rosewood and shit like that. Those two towns got burnt the fuck down in the course of two years. Tulsa in 21 and, and Rosewood in 23. And those are the ones that everybody talk about. Those are the most popular ones. We ain't talking about the other ones that, that, that sprung up and, and nobody's talking about. And the fucked up part about this whole thing is, if you go through history, some of you motherfuckers, you read it, I don't give a fuck if you don't. But history would tell you every time a black man got hung, or a town got burnt down, a white woman was involved. He whispered at me. He looked at me funny. He touched me. He grabbed yeah. me. He yeah. raped me. If you go back and do the numbers, majority of them were white women blaming black men for something. And them same white men that call themselves going down there and, and, and burning up shit, talking about niggas this, niggas that, they were going to the brothels fucking with black women. The same motherfucker. That's how hypocritical this shit is in the United States. The same motherfucker that talks shit about a black person is the same one that want to be black. They want to dance like us, cut their hair like us. They want to be us. They want to be everything about us except black because they know. And when that Merlin exclusion document was written, any white person that did not follow that document at that time in 1638, they were held uh, accountable because it was a law, and they had to obey the law. You ain't got to believe me. Look this shit up. And, and the slave laws, when they came out, it was it was almost like, okay, we're going to deal with slaves individually in our own cities and our own districts. That's how we're going to deal with it. So everybody wrote their own slave laws. The Irish were more fucked up than we were. But the problem with the Irish was, when they got power and shit, they turned on their ass. Everybody in America had a chance to be, had their chance to be a nigga. 
everybody. When the Protestants came over here um, in uh, 1492, was it the Protestants? Yeah, no, no. That was, that was Columbus brought his happy ass to the um, West Indies. He thought he was in America, but he was in the West Indies. That dumb motherfucker didn't know where he was at. But everybody that came here was the nigga. When the motherfucker landed on Plymouth Rock, Indians looked at the motherfucker, what are you niggas doing here? When they made friends with the motherfuckers, they fucked around and bare them shit and, and made them friends and shit, and then they started moving on their land and shit, and then they started moving the motherfuckers out of the way. Then the Indians became niggas. And then when 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 the yeah. Eastern Europeans started rolling over the poor the poor uh, um, um, Irish, the motherfuckers were slaves before we were. Everybody that came here on this on, on, on to America had their chance to be a nigga. What happened was they stayed the course, got involved with the system, gained power, and started doing their own shit. The problem was number pagans. Yeah. Yep. The Protestants were pagans. They just wanted to fuck everybody and everything moving. That's probably where that sheep movement, that sheep fucking come from. They were pagans. They worshipped any fucking thing that, that, that gave them some type of um uh, comfort. All religion is. You are your own spirit. Your spirit would tell you how to feel and how to and what way to go and how to think. But you motherfucker got to have an idol. You got to have something tangible to look at, something to touch. Some more bullshit to believe in. If you don't, if you don't believe in yourself, you believe you believe in a whole bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, that's just me. Give all praise to God. Get the fuck out of here. That's where they got us. That's where they got us. Big time, really. Yep. Big time. And the thing was, nobody fucked around, and, you know, they were so busy being whipped and, and kicked, they just needed something to comfort them. And so they, they fucking went mad. That's what I call it. They went fucking mad and started talking to themselves. Yep. And then when they found comfort in talking to themselves, and, you know, they just call that shit religion. All it, all it takes is one group to kick you in your ass enough, you gonna get you're going to go mad. You're going to definitely go mad In which way You will go mad That's up to your brain And that's up to you and your spirit and whatnot. If your spirit's broken You'll follow anything to anybody That's the problem see. Instead of us using religion We let religion use us And, it's, and reading, some, reading some of the posts Reading the shit that I see on Facebook They have Some of these people are, I, I, I damn they call them an insanity have fucked up some yeah. people are, and and their belief system. They believe in anything outside of themselves. They don't. They don't know shit about their own ass. They, when they look in the mirror, they don't see shit. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. It's insanity, man. And uh, that's why yeah. the churches don't have to pay no tax because the country wants to keep that shit going. So that's your incentive, man. You want to build a church? You ain't got to pay no tax. Just keep them motherfuckers thinking like they are. You straight. We got your back. I read a post where Napoleon said um, the best way to, for rich people to stay safe is to keep feeding poor people religion. He went lying. Yeah. yeah. He went, Napoleon tried to take over Europe twice. That little mad motherfucker, he was no better than Hitler. But I understand where Hitler was coming from. I'll get to that in a minute. The best thing to do 
if you want to keep your power, keep your money, and keep control of anything or anybody, throw some religion at their ass. They're going to turn you on the cheek in a minute. Oh, you came in my church and killed nine of my members, but we forgive you. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all should have been, y'all shouldn't have said shit. Let that motherfucker think he got away with it and bum rush this motherfucking ass. That's what y'all should have done. Right when that muscle came out of Burger King, it should have been a bunch of motherfuckers blasting his ass right there. Boom, 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 boom. But they forgave him, though. We got a lot of black people forgiving everybody. Forgiving, we can get slapped, kicked, and motherfuckers still forgive them. Because that's what God wants. God said this. God ain't said shit. Man wrote that motherfucking book. Man explained it to you, and you went along with that bullshit. That's all it is. Why the fuck is the first book they're going to show you when you get here is the Bible? But you couldn't read the free you couldn't read the free men's paper. Or you couldn't read anything that dealing with black abolitionists at that time. Or you couldn't deal with you couldn't read you couldn't read none of Mark Twain's books at the time. You couldn't read shit other than the Bible. They'll kill you for reading, but you can read the Bible. Motherfucker, think about that shit. And then when you went and, and at that time, if you went to church with more than six people, they had somebody supervising that motherfucker. I don't even know that. When the black church started, you know, when blacks first started going to church back in the day, they had a black, I mean, a white overseer or a white supervisor making sure he heard every fucking thing they were talking about. Because he knew if the motherfuckers got together uh, uh, and started um, talking amongst themselves, the first thing they're going to start talking about is, damn, why we got to keep going through this? Nat Turner is a good example. He said, fuck that. I'm getting tired of getting kicked in the head. Let's go kill some of these motherfuckers. Holding his ass. A bunch of slaves with a bunch of boils and rocks and, and, and voodoo kicked the most powerful army in the world. Ass. Kicked their ass. And then when Haiti got their shit together and wanted to be uh, acknowledged by the world, the first motherfucking country that fucked around told them, hell no, was the United States. It was the United States, and then it was Great Britain. And keep in mind, Great Britain at the time made China. No, I take that back. China, he, they made China open up their um, harbors for Britain to bring in opium. No, to harvest China's own opium and sell it to their own people. They made China make their own people out of drug addicts just so they can fuck around and, 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 and sell opium to them. India. India was making cotton, but they couldn't produce their own cotton. Britain bought cotton from the United States, took it to India, and, and had them sold the shit and sold the shit to the world. India produced their own cotton, but Britain wouldn't let them produce their Britain wouldn't let them manufacture their own cotton. These countries at the time had big guns, all the ammo they needed, all the muscle they needed. France, Britain, and uh, the United States of America, superpowers. The Ottoman Empire and all that stuff was about going down the toilet at that time. That's right around when Russia became into play. But anyway, Japan. The reason Japan became a superpower so fast and started running over everybody in their area because they started buying guns from Great Britain. And that fucked Japan up because, I mean, China, because when China took over, uh, when Japan took over most of China, Britain fucked around and took um, um, Hong Kong. I know a lot of you motherfuckers out there know what the fuck I'm talking about. 
It's real simple. Just read some shit, follow the dollar, follow the bullshit. If you follow the dollar, you'll find the bullshit. It's real simple. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing, no, no religion. No, no, it ain't got nothing to do with no loyalty. It's the fucking money. Find out who's making the money. Do your history about the bullshit, and you'll find out where you fed in that little peg, in that little puzzle. You don't fit no way in there. I said it a hundred times, and I'm going to keep on saying it. Our only job when we got here was to work, fornicate, and die. That's it. I'm going to keep on saying that shit until a bunch of motherfuckers decide they want to listen. And as soon as I fuck around and, and find that, that I'm not getting kicked in the ass by that white man no more, I'll stop blaming them for shit. Again, go back to the Merlin Exclusion Doctrine. You'll know what I'm talking about. I want to go into details about this so bad, but I want somebody else to read that shit before I start going. I don't, I don't you know, I'm not going to fuck that. I'm going to get it. Hey, if you, if you want to read this shit, and know what I'm talking about, read it. If you don't, fuck it. Keep on doing what you've been doing. Scandal will be on in about an hour or so, I guess. I don't know. Football game. You know, go to church Sunday and shit. Let your pastor. Oh, you mean, is it time for Scandal again, man? We just, it's just, it's, we're going to have some pretty good shows coming up, some, some radio yeah, shows. Cause I'm a, I've been waiting for it to start before I go in on some other shit with it. So uh, I didn't know it was starting, though, but... Okay, yeah, cool. it's coming up. I think like 26th, 23rd or some shit like that this month. This month. Okay, well, as soon as we expand, to, I'm, I'm, I'm going in on that <laughs> shit. Now you think I was stopping shit last season because uh, we'll, we'll see. Because we, we lose yeah. a lot. See, we, we, and I don't mean it to go off the rhythm of your show, but, you know, we, go in, we get into all this thing and we call certain shit entertainment. But, you know, certain entertainment that we call entertainment, this shit is killing us. It's amazing the things that, we consider entertaining to us the things that are just keeping us, you know, in the state that we're in, and the same reason that we're in the state that we're in. Anyway, we'll we'll get to that later. I just I'm guilty of that too, because I I really like um, Empire. I'm guilty of that shit. But see, I do I go that route, man, because I'm always I'm always reading a whole bunch of other shit. I'm always coming across a bunch of other stuff. Dan Lee, but when you know, I host on the People's Network, he comes up with so much good shit, man. It ain't funny. I can't wait till he get to uh, get his show rolling. Yes, but you know what? I can't wait till he get on the thing network. The thing is, I understand. See, I, I can get with, and I, I can the, the fact that you like Empire. That's one thing, and I, I get that, man. Because, uh, but but you are you grown, level headed, and you're not influenced one way or the other by that shit. I could watch it too, and I could probably enjoy it, but but I process it because it's not just about myself. Because I realize the shit, the shit that it's putting on other people's minds who ain't got it like we do, who will be influenced by that bullshit. The same reason why uh, there was one time when before Gangster Rap when they got into when NWA first came out, Niggas with an Attitude, when they came out with Niggas for Life, when they had the Ghetto Boys with uh, Gangster Love and Black Fan. I was enjoying that shit, but I was looking at it more like, you know, listen, listen to Richard Pryor, signifying the fine shit. I thought that was kind of funny, yeah. you know, with a beat. Yeah. But yeah. I started seeing the effect it had on my oldest son. That's when my shit changed. Oh, I said these. Okay. I said these motherfuckers are taking this shit a little serious. I, I can deal with this shit. It ain't no big deal. Empire, all that. But oh wait a minute mm-hmm. now, this shit is having an effect on some other people, and it's fucking them up. That's when I changed. What's the lead character in um, Empire? What's his name? The lead character. Uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. 
what, what's his character's name? I don't know. They all they all okay. named Empire for long as I know shit. I don't know the names none of them except for they do just Roger Hanson, Terrence Howard, Dr. Vivica Boxwatch come on and beat uh uh the big sister, I understand. I just happened to see on online. Uh, so they they're yeah. expanding, man, but and, and, and when you got one more thing, I gotta say, when you got these two boys fucking okay. Okay, we 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 grown, we can deal with that shit. But our mm-hmm. kids are confused enough. Our kids are confused enough, and 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 they walk into the happen to walk into the front room and parents watch TV, and they and they happen to glance at the TV and see two two boys fucking talking, kissing and shit. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, I I, I mean, I, I look if you you fuck who you want to do, that's that's your business. I don't care, but our kids are confused enough, and and that's my whole stance on all this shit that we call entertainment. It's more than it's entertainment to you, but it's fucking somebody else up because now they're confused. They bring a lot anyway. of real life shit in. The reason I kept asking about the character's name, um, he had a, a, a muscle disorder, and that, that's when I got involved with the show to the point where it it it, it hit home with me. He had a, he had a muscle disorder. He had a disorder called Maya Stevens Gravis, and I was trying to go online. There's some people that I, that they not they just Facebook friends who are nurses. And I was trying to get them, one of them, to call me so I can ask specifically, can they ask a doctor about Maya Stevens Gravis? It's a it's a muscle disorder that um, uh, it's not life threatening. It can be dealt with with medicine. I've been dealing with medicine. I was 12 years old. He had that same disorder. They thought he had a brain tumor or something else, but it was Maya Stevens Gravis with the same symptoms. But here, but Maya Stevens Gravis is a different form of whatever that was that he had. It wasn't that life threatening. I got that. And that what made me really interested in that uh, character at that time. The rest of that stuff that's going on in Empire, somewhere in somebody's life, that shit has happened. That character Cookie, boy, I can see, I, 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 I can see that young lady living next door to me. You know, um, she went through the thing with the um, the prison thing, and she came out, you know, and she got hers back. It was hers, and she took it over and all that other shit. But you know, that's a whole other ball game. Um, I, I agree to that. Yeah, that, it, I, I, and, I, and I get it that that shit's happened. It's happened. It's happened. I, I, I get that. Yeah. But at the okay. same time, that's happened. But what's happening is that it's fucking these kids up, and they're getting confused watching this shit. I understand what's happening, but shit wasn't didn't just start happening. Shit was happening back in the '60s when we could turn the radio on and hear some love songs. Come see right. about me. Right. Uh, I never had a the uh, man love the way I do. I, you know, we, we, we sang about love. The shit didn't just start with these motherfucking generations. We had to worship, you know, as with them. But we didn't use it as a reason, as excuses to kill each other. We used it as a reason for reasons to unite. So that shit they're right. talking about now, as far as what what is, what we just singing about the rappers say, we just singing about what's going on in the hood. Well, hell, we could have sang the same shit about what the fuck was going on in the hood back in the 60s. Shit, but we didn't. We sang about love and unity. I so, think Marvin, you know, Gaye, it's, it's, uh, Marvin Gaye, James Brown, um, artists like that, they really hit on, especially James Brown, hit on a lot of things that was going on in the neighborhood. Like the Earth, Wind, and Fire, too. Earth, Wind, and Fire came along where the the, the love and unity and all that stuff, you know, yeah, yeah, we didn't make it detrimental. Yeah. We didn't make it detrimental. The impression. We brought it up yeah. to the point where we wanted everybody to recognize that. You know, the problem with the young cats, man, you know, they want to dog motherfuckers out, man. They go out and get a um, a $75,000 advance and shit, and they start throwing in the motherfuckers' faces, you know. 
I got this, I got that. You know, motherfucker, you got that because the motherfucker you dogging out gave your dumb ass some money. And and, and they're catering to those who are the people who are paying them who tell who tell them that this is the best we want you to put out there. And uh, you know, the conscientious rappers and I, I hear people say, Oh, we got this person, that person I never heard of none of them. But but I understand what they're saying, but the people that you, they hear about is a fucking Lil Wayne and you know, con- you know what? Fuck Kanye West. Pissy-ass motherfucker. <laughs> I have to fuck him. I mean, because I was saying, oh, well, Kanye West, this Kanye West. Kanye West ain't, ain't shit but the same as a motherfucking Lil Wayne with a, maybe a little more intelligence. I don't get this shit, man. But that's just me. That's just yeah, me. it's corporate. I, it's no, no corporate, it, it ain't just me. I'm just, I'm just a motherfucker who was fake. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's all corporate. When those conglomerates, man, started buying over everything, you know, bank capital is... is is part of Mick Romney's thing, and then you got the Koch brothers that own a whole bunch of shit that we'll never know what the fuck they own. And then you only got like maybe nine people that owns all the fucking newspapers, TV shows, and radio stations in the United States. How the fuck we know they ain't going up into Canada some motherfucking where and deciding on which moves they're going to have us to make in 10 years? Rich folks got that kind of time. 10 years? Them motherfuckers are 30 years ahead of us. We're trying to figure out 30 years ago. That's a 60 years difference. We behind like a motherfucker, okay? Yeah, but you know, they got us fighting with There's a message in the chat room. They got us fighting with each White folks got us. I mean, these rich people, um, they may some be some black ones in there too. They got us fighting with each other, man. The, 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 the poor blacks, poor whites, middle class blacks, middle class whites. The, the difference that I've seen, I got a friend that's a Republican, and we talk almost every night. He sounds so fucking different than anybody I've ever met in my life, man, because he was coming. He, everything you talk about is almost like um, talking points. He'll listen to somebody like Rush Limbaugh and bring shit to me like it's, it's the gospel. You know? I had to, I had to, when I explained to him last night about the um, Merlin Doctrine, he said he never heard of it. I, I said, of course you ain't never heard of it because you weren't even trying to be aware of anything like that. You just think that because we got this opportunity and we got a couple of, we got a president and we had a couple of guys that ran for president, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, they had a chance to be president, run for president. I said, you still don't get it. I said, racism was written into law. It wasn't some shit that, that, that y'all just thought up. This shit was, that the shit was actually consciously written specifically for us about us to keep us in a certain situation where we'll never catch up with you motherfuckers. Never. He just listened. He said, well, I got to look that up. I hope it's not any of that old English that I got the yee he. I said, no, 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 man. You can. This shit is translated into regular King's English, man. You, you, you try to make up an excuse that, for not to go into it and deal with it. Always the fucking excuse. Let's bring Carl in, man. I tell you what, let me do this commercial real fast. We're going to bring Carl in because we got another 15 minutes. Do um, my process is kind of slow key. Could you go ahead and just bring the commercial? Then we'll bring Carl in, please. Yes, sir. Well, Carl, you hang on in there, man. We're gonna come right in and let you roll like like you roll as I try to yeah. find this. And I got it right here. Let's do it. Here we go. Hey, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990. 
with photo t-shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-Shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-Shirt Man. Well, all right. We are back. Carl, where you at, bro? Hey, I'm here, man. You're I'm there. here. How you doing? How you doing, Jimmy? Keith, how man, you doing? Okay? What's, What's up, brother? Okay, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Everything's all good, man. I'm just sitting back. I was enjoying the conversation. Y'all was, y'all hit it on, uh, y'all hit it, man. You know, y'all put it out there. You know, we saw you in the studio, I man. Just, I just wanted to bring you in, man. It's no big deal. We yeah. don't bring you anybody that comes into the studio, man. We want to talk to them. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh, it's it's good. I'm just okay. listening to you guys, man. Y'all y'all hit it on point, man. Uh, you know, you talked about empire. Uh, it's bullshit. <laughs> empire, I think it's bullshit. You know, <laughs> empire is a show where just for instance, the Jews was doing that. That's what they do. They just changed it. They just changed the appearance of the people. Now they got this this little faggot boy. He wrote this. Good point. He wrote this piece. Good ass. The boy. one that lied to he lied to uh, the big Monique about the part because she was supposed to get the part, but now they glad they didn't give her the part because she's a big girl and so she wouldn't have fit better. Cookie fit the role better than her as far as the money goes, as far as them making money and you know and. So Cookie, Taraji fit the part better than her. But when you boil it down to it, I don't want to see no young man's tongue kissing and all that bullshit. That's exactly you know, that's right. confusion. I don't want to see that. Yes, I don't want to yes. see that. You know, and and they and it's, I guess it's acceptable. Also, when you look at it, Empire is on Fox, so Fox now yeah. they need to they need I have to use about the nigga. Yeah, they need to use Negroes now because Fox, they need some money. They need to build up themselves again. Like we helped them thirty almost 30 years ago when we did The Simpsons and Living Color. Uh, uh-huh. You know, uh, NFL, uh, the NFL thing with, uh, what's the big boy name? They used to do the football Ryan, games on Ryan the NFL. Humble. Uh-uh, not him. This is the big, the big white guy. You know, uh-huh. he got uh, Matt Matson, a Matson. He got his own games and shit, making a kill. John Matt, his own. John Matt, yeah. Yeah, right. We they had John Matt, right? But they had a couple of brothers on the shows with him. Uh, Brown, remember Brown, the brother Brown. His name was Jim Brown too, but he not the Jim yeah, Brown. Yeah. He used to I know you're talking about yeah, James, right. Brown. James Brown. Okay. James Brown. I know what you're right. Yeah. James Brown. That's him. Yeah. And so now they need some help since they're getting all this other bad press. For the you know for their news and whatnot, so now they need help, and so they got Empire coming back, and Empire's their number one show. It's Fox number one show, and we're gonna get these Negroes to come up here and act a fool, and that's what that's what it's all about, really. You know, I I'm, I'm just listening, man, and 
Kanye West, he's an ass. He's an ass, man. Now he wanted to. Now when he first came out, and when he he used to talk about comments like George Bush, you don't like uh, people of color, you don't like black folks, and all that. He don't talk about that no more. He's so fucked up now. It's all everything with him is a money thing. He's hooked up yeah. with the, with Kardashian girls, and you know it's it's all European now. You know it's all about the money now. So you know he's he's a, he's a do nothing. His mother died because as the trappings the trappings of Hollywood killed his mother. He had a nice yep. mother. Right. I would have taken his mother right. when she came from. She should have stayed at Chicago State as a uh, Ph.D. lecturer, you know, and she she stayed there. But he said, Mama, you can come on. You don't have to work anymore. And he gave her the money. He'd have her move in that little $5 million mansion in California, and he gave, and she had all the money. The trapeze of Hollywood killed his mother because she had, here's a woman that had high blood pressure, severe. She had severe high blood pressure, and she went to do a Tommy Tuck, and all these other little yeah, I about the that. influence, all that she the did, influence. Yeah, she did all that, and then she lost her life, man. The trappings of Hollywood killed that boy's mother. Influence and you know, by that I, just look, yep. I just, I just look back at uh, certain things, man. It's just like when you, I want to go back to when you was talking about now, uh, our bullshit forefathers. They signed the, the Declaration of Independence in 1776. They would have, they got it right, but they didn't include us. You know, they got the bullshit right. Yeah, right oh yeah, we were the part of it. You know, they got it right. John Hancock signed it, and and all the rest of them faggots uh, signed it. The Wooden Whigs, you know, they was they was in New England fighting <laughs> over the country and fighting. You see that they was, you know, they was in New England fighting. You know, they came here when that faggot uh, landed on in this country in 1492. He didn't know where he was at. You know, he didn't. He didn't know. He didn't know where he was at. The Indians was here. They was here. The Indians was here, living off the land, and they weren't killing everything. They would use buffaloes as they needed. You know, they would use everything on the buffalo. They would use his fur, his teeth, everything on the animals they used. They wouldn't. They would fish. They weren't just killing animals just to be killing animals, you know, and like these. But you know, but who, but who gives a fuck about animals, really? Though, but but they live off the land. Indians, they took care of the land. That's what I'm getting at. They did the land real good until these Europeans came in here with this gun thing now and the powder. They got the powder. They stole the powder, the gunpowder from China. They stole that, and that's when they started massacring people when they when they got it. Hey, now, God, remember you to call you England. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. I want to cut you short. I want because I want to keep our time here. I brought up Dr. King and the mistake that he made with desegregation. What do you feel about desegregation? Okay. See, but I was thinking about Dr. King. Dr. King, I love him to death, but he was a he was a, a spiritual kind of man that he wanted to do things. He really thought in his heart. That everybody was going to, uh, that we was going to be able to come together in a diversity role. You know, that's what Dr. King, he really thought that, man. He thought that we was going to integrate. You see, because here's what you got to understand. Mm-hmm. Once we start integrating with these white folks, that fucked it up. 
We lost everything because look at it in the 40s and the 50s. Look at your history. In Chicago, in the in the early in the 60s, when I was a shorty in 67, when I was 10 years old, I remember on 47 and and 51st, a lot of black stores. A lot of blacks had stores. They had a lot of mom mom and pop stores. We had our own yep. the Joe Lewis Milk and all that. We uh, Parker House is still there. We had more stores, and I look at Parker House papers, and and Parker House had a whole list of stores that they was delivering to. And they all was black because we had our own thing. But no, we wanted to integrate. We wanted to integrate society, and that's what fucked us up. When we started integrating, we lost a lot, man. But you said that what you said to say what you say to segregate? What did you say? Uh Jimmy. Disintegrate. Right. But 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 Doctor King, he had it right. He had it right. But these white folks just ain't gonna never do shit right, man. Doctor King had it right. But he was and that's what him and Malcolm differ from because Malcolm got to the point like, look, man. I'm sick of you blue eyed devils, man. We going this is bullshit got to stop. And then with the emergence of the Black Panther Party, man, they practically uh, a uh, Hoover, they took them out. The US government got to came together and they, they dismantled that, man. Starting here from, from Fred Hampton to Mark Clark to Bobby Seale to Huey Newton. They they uh they was doing some good things with the Black Panther Party. They saw they were feeding, they were feeding kids. Exactly. Uh-huh. They saw that. They, they, was, they saw it better than we did. Yeah, man. They was feeding kids. They was doing it, man. Angela Davis. They was getting out the word, man. Blacks was uniting. We was we had white folks uniting with us, you know, for a good cause. And hey, man, it was an all-out war to dismantle and kill blacks because yeah. now these yeah. Negroes they getting too fancy, and they you know they they studying too much. You know, we had a they had a program for education. A lot of blacks right now, just like Doctor Watson, they got PhD. They had PhD programs where they practically paid for your for your education in the in the in the late like the mid sixties, in the seventies, early seventies. They paid for your education, man. You was if you wanted to go to school, man. They had it right there. Now everything is real tough. The money is is short. You know. No middle class. These white folks, man, they don't drain this country dry, man. This country has been been been, been abused big time. And that's why, you know, England, see, you never hear about England is not, it used to be Great Britain. And, and Great Britain, they're not too great no more. You don't hear them because you don't hear that no more. They're not Great Britain. They're not too great no more. They colonize every cubbyhole throughout the world. And now they don't, they don't. They don't own shit now. I mean, they still got their little armies and got their little things. They, you know, that little fairy tale yeah. bullshit kings and queens that they do over there. You know, the people they so fucked up into that. They got blacks over there from Africa. And they enjoy from from France, French in France. They got a whole lot of Africans from Africa. You know, they they going through the same shit that we going through here. So you know, the shit, you know. It's 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 the white boy and that bullshit religion shit that he's perpetrated on us, man. Um, he he used that religion, man. I I'm you know you see it so much on Facebook. I'm like I'm getting sick of Facebook because every time I flip the page, it's a god uh, complex or something. You know every every you know, I just you know like 
my sister, she posts stuff. I might say, okay, hey, man, you know, it's just keep her going, and, you know. But, hey, man, I'm sick of it too, man. I'm sick of that. You There's know so what? much was, of that, um, man. And you know what? And uh, that's why we have some people do. They run it. They run for us. They're going to run for us, man. Now you see, you do not look back at the people. They running from us. So when we start talking, telling them the real deal with this God and this religion thing, they run. They run. They run. That's you only because they're, they're That's public. because they're comfortable. They're comfortable with that. They they see some exactly. type of um, comfort in in just being. They 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 don't went mad. As far as I'm concerned, you know, their spirit has been broken, so they have to talk to themselves to calm them calm themselves down. Fast forward to uh, Inglewood. It's a young lady named uh, uh, Sheila Butler. I hope I spelled. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. She's doing a lot of good in the hood, man, and and she's got white folks that's coming to kind of get involved, and I don't know where they spy or they just want to be sincerely, um, they're sincere about their involvement with uh, with Inglewood. But Inglewood, man, if you get involved with Mage, Resident Association of Greater Inglewood, they are doing mm-hmm. some phenomenal things in this area, man. You know, and I had no idea that uh, Miss Butler was one of the uh, people. They got the the this, um, the, the one dollar lot program here in Inglewood. Now they're taking the right. same program that she did uh, established, and they're gonna put it in Roseland and Pullman. So a lot of people in Inglewood mm-hmm. is getting involved with a whole lot of stuff, man. But the problem that I see from the outside looking in is some of these older folks, man. They just they they spirits been broken. Yeah, they talk right. about God this and God that. You know they tired. They they, they done did their little fair share, their little piece, but they stopped. They don't even communicate with their own kids or grandkids. Most of them, I, I hope they do. But what I'm getting from it, man, is that a lot of these little young cats, man, you know, they when they when they produce their seeds and whatnot, they feel like any emotion, any any comfort they give a child, man, is is them being less than a man, which is a fucked up way of thinking. They feel like they got to be hard. Everything has to be hard and complicated. Deal with it, you know. And nobody, you know, and nobody's talking. You can't talk to half of them. Some ain't talking to them, and the ones that do try to talk are getting drowned out by this amen God bullshit. Sky Daddy got a lot you know, of motherfuckers fucked up, and it's a shame. You know, brother, brother Jim and Carl, what I was thinking about just today on the way back on the way back to the hotel, I was saying, you know what? You know, we have a lot of sick people. You know, you know, need hospitalization, need doctor's care. You know, but chances are. A lot of the hospitals are filled with Christians, and my thing is, you know, why don't they all just go on back home and let the people who are thinking with the proper mindset go ahead and get that doctor's care because Jesus got y'all. You know, mm-hmm. they want to have it both ways. I mean, you know, when, when your ass gets sick, they the first motherfucker in the goddamn hospital, and then when they leave the hospital, the first person to give credit to is Jesus. They don't say shit about the doctor. They didn't know the doctor's right. damn name. So if, right. if God got you and Jesus got you, keep your ass at fucking home and you chill right. and let him let your shit be taken care of. Let the people who are of sound mind and really think about this shit, let them get that damn doctor's care. Right. Am I way out yeah, or not? No, you're no, right because yeah, soon as I got a, like myself, I got a good cardiologist. And he diagnosed me. He went in my my chest and everything. He said, Carl, you don't have no blockages. He said, when I'm done, you know, you start back. Uh, you can, I'll let you know when you can start back working out and stuff. Hey, man, I was glad to hear I didn't have no blockages. And so it's like, uh, you know, 
a lot of people when I when they come out of surgery and say, "Oh, thank God," and I say, hey, "Thank that cardiologist, thank those doctors <laughs> yes. that helped you through." Yeah, exactly. You know, thank yeah, them exactly. doctors, and and you, you know, they think that everything that they do and every and all the financial gains that they make, they say, and it's, they keep on is this God has done it. God has opened up the door for me, and God he. And then when one of their loved ones dies, then they, uh, well, God knew. God called them home. You know, God, you know, place. yeah, you know, yeah, you know, you know they, it's, it is, oh. it, it's getting out of, it's getting out of hand, man, really. It's really yeah, I was getting like out that, of hand. Man. I was like that yep, until it, my mom's passed, man, because, you know, mom did everything that her God, that she thought her God wanted her to do. She did everything. Right. Yeah. She prayed. Yeah. She did the church thing every Sunday. She had the Bible study uh, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and she did everything, man. Her body gave out order. My mom's, man, she she went real fast. When she got sick, she went real fast. It wasn't like she suffered anything like that because I, w- I was with my mom the last six months of her life, man, and I was there every day, man, up until I went to work. And when I got out of work, I went right mm-hmm. back around her, man. So I spent literally all her time, the last six months of her life, around her. And she was happy. Me too, man. And she told me yeah, exactly man. what she wanted. She said, uh, Jimmy, I don't want no tubes up my nose. I don't want nothing in my arms. If it's time for me to go, just let me go. I said, I'm happy. Yeah. I said, I love you. You're my son. I love you. Um, you know, and when and when she died, man, all all the shit that I learned about her God, it wasn't mine. It was hers. All the shit I learned about her God and the feelings I had for that particular entity left. It was a bunch of bullshit. And then that's when I started getting into um, religion with a friend of mine named uh, uh, Lemuel Chester. He knows everything about ancient history, modern history, every Bible that was written, the Qurans and everything. He studied all that shit. So I listened to him. I asked him a bunch of questions about stuff that I couldn't even ask the brothers from the Kingdom Hall questions. And he answered all this shit and showed me. Bullshit. Set up to keep us in a frame of mind, keep us set up in a state of confusion and 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 and, and eagerness to, to to find something other than ourselves to praise. If we just gave Solid ourselves game. a chance, man, and look into our own spirits and whatnot, I told myself a long time ago, not too long ago, I don't know jack shit. That's when I started saying everything. Everything right. came easier when I told myself I don't know shit because the shit Very that I learned up true. to this up to now wasn't shit. Yep. It was a bunch of lies. Yep. That's what they. That's exactly what they did to Africa. They went to Africa. They exploited Africa. They brainwashed them Africans, and you know the same shit, man. They brainwashed them into thinking about this. If you go to Africa, Africa got uh, all different uh, uh, blacks, and they got these. They all got their different tribes, and you got a lot of blacks. You got black Frenchmen. You got blacks uh, from South Africa. They all got. Name, they all got different name tags, so you know. And but you know why the different name tags that that came from the Europeans. That's what it came from. That it's part of the brainwashing process that we talked about. You know, yeah. and it's it's worldwide, man. It's worldwide and it's sickening, and it's and it's it's like it's a it's a part of it's a part of life. And a lot of people are trapped in it, man. And and they in these belief systems, and that's you know. And it's like nowhere. I the girl we had a girl that was involved with up with this everyday program and uh she talks about how, you know, hey, she she speaks on but she's looking for diversity. 
she she killing she wants to you know she's diversity girl you know what I'm talking about I don't call them names but you know she she wants diversity mm-hmm. among people hey yeah. man yeah. If, oh yeah, yeah. I, hey, I, I would hey, I would love that perfect world if it like you said if it was, it was gonna be right you know if it's, if the diversity yeah, is gonna right. be if it's gonna be right yeah diversity sounds good but shit. <laughs> You know, Anytime you sit down collecting diversity on the jobs. Yeah. But what I'm saying and, and, is, Carl, you know, anytime you sit down and, 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 and you got all the guns, the money, and you got will to write a doctrine telling everybody in your little group, this is how we're going to treat this group, and you make that shit into law, and then everybody mm-hmm. got to obey it, that's the shit that's happening now. Merlin exclusion doctrine. Motherfuckers, got, y'all got to look that up. Y'all, y'all, yeah, they I, look I it saw up. it. Look I just didn't get a chance to read it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. read it tonight. Hey man, uh, racism. Can can, can <clears throat> black can a, can a black be racist? Hell no, I can't be racist. Blacks can't be racist. For once, we don't control shit. We're not in the position to be to be racist. We're not in that position. We don't control shit. We don't control the economics. You know, now can a white boy be racist? Absolutely, because he can he can control the fucking job, the, the economics. You know, he got every fucking thing in his hand, so he can control it. No, no, black folks can't be racist. We can be biased, you know, yeah. because we don't like a lot of the things that those white folks do. Yes, we got bias of thinkings, but as far as racist, absolutely not. But they a lot of people you, do. But white folks, they they trying to. Make you, they're trying to bully us into making us believe that racism exactly. exists among exactly. black folks, and they do, and it don't. You know, that bullying With, shit that they be trying to do. That's, on that's, like saying, that's like saying somebody breaks into your house, threatens your family, and you kill a motherfucking ass, and that makes you a murderer. Excuse me? Right. No, everything that we do is, reaction, is a reaction right. to what has been done to us. As fucked up as we are. Exactly. It is still it is right. still a reaction to the shit that's been done to us throughout the years. And they say it starts at home. You, you got to look at the parents. Who was our fucking right. parents? Racism. Okay, they, they, you they, got that right because if that was a go ahead, go ahead, brother. If that was you, a white boy, point. if that was a white boy, and they broke into his home and he shot the and killed the intruder, he's a hero. He's a hero. Exactly. You know. Okay, y'all. Oh, yeah. We are down to our hour, man. That hour went pretty freaking fast. <laughs> you know, I got my. Quick. I finally topped out what cigars I'm gonna smoking from here on in. Quorum. I've been buying sample cigars for the last two years. I'm a real patient man. I tried like over a different hundred samples, but I found the one that I'm bringing me home. That's uh, Quorum. I'm gonna pour me some energy, and we're gonna blast the music out for the next half an hour. Carl, I'm glad you called in again. Oh yeah, I'm glad to call in again. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, we got another one in the tube. My name is Jimmy Williams. My executive producer is Mr. Keith Bretso. And this is a 9-14-15, September 14th, 1915. Um, we're going to end this show with the music. 2015? Yeah, 2015. He ends it probably kicked in. 2015, y'all. <laughs> so I'm going to end this show with some music and whatnot. And... Um, I can't, right, to, I, I can't wait. I can't wait till all the hosts come on, man, because this continuation that we talk, this thing that we're talking about, is a continuation of the network that the other people, when they come aboard, 
You're going to get different perspectives. You're going to get less motherfuckers and shits, goddammit, because that's just me. I can help. I communicate we, better when I'm <laughs> That's just me. We're we about, anyway, we about to bring it, brother. Yeah, about to bring we about it. to bring it. Yeah. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the network. Know. We got a name for the network yet? Uh, not quite yet. It's, it probably will be something in the lines of uh, we are everyday people. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm open for anything, man. I'm open for anything. You know, we just we just gonna let it rock and roll, and that's that's the way it's gonna roll. And I, you know, yeah. Yeah. Hey man, everyday people is all good, man. Hey man, it's good to hear you, brothers, man. I'll catch y'all next time, uh, Keith. This week, sometime we touch bases. You know, brother, hey, brother Carl, Thursday night, start your time for life. Okay, I'll be talking with you. Okay. For sure. Oh, okay. yeah. You brothers, man, Thanks, y'all have Jimmy. a good night, man. And uh, no right. problem. Call in. Call in anytime you want to, man. All right, my brother. Um, I appreciate it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are real people from the hood. I'm going to take it over to the point where we're just going to play a couple of songs and then we're going to end this sucker. Then you guys can enjoy your night. And we will see you guys next week. Rock him a thing. Remember, you're not a slave, the rules would hear 
to be much more than that But we couldn't see it because our mind was trapped But I'm here to break away the chains Take away the pains Remake the brains Reveal my name I guess somebody told you a little Now it's dangerous It can't be mixed diluted It can't be changed the switch Here's a lesson if you get to the following Hurry, hurry, step right up Keep following the leader Follow the leader, rock him a thing 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 a verified freestyle, lyrics of fury. My third eye make me shine like jury. You're just a renter rapper, your rhymes are minimate. I'll be here when it fades. I watch it flip like a renegade. I can't wait to break and eliminate. On every trade of a snake, so stay awake and follow and follow because the tempo's a trail. The stage is a cage, the mic is a third rail. I'm Rock Kim, the fiend of a microphone. I'm not him. So leave my mic alone Soon as the beat is felt I'm ready to go So fasten your seatbelt Cause I'm about to flow No need to speak Slow down and let the leader lead Word to daddy Indeed The R's are roller stone So I'm rolling Directions are told Then the rhymes are stolen Stop bugging The brother said dig him I never tell him He couldn't follow the leader Long enough so I drug him It's a danger zone He should arrange his own Faces is basic Erase to change the tone It's one R in the alphabet It's a one letter word And it's about to get More complex From one rhyme to the next Every be easy on the flex. I've been from state to state, follow a tailgate. Keep coming, but you came too late, but I wait. So back up, regroup, get a grip, come equipped. You're the next contestant. Clap your hands, you want a trip. The price is right, don't make a deal too soon. How many notes get your names this tune? Follow the leader is a title theme task. Now you know you don't have to act. Rappers rhythm and poetry, cuss, create sound effects. You might catch up if you follow the records he wrecks. Until then, keep eating and swallowing. You better take a deep breath and keep following the leader. Follow the leader, I
Hood Cats DJ. Let's do it.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are real people from the hood. My name is Jimmy Williams, and we are going to see you guys next week. And again, keep your head up, keep it strong. I don't know what the hell the fight is about over the Confederate flag. We need to put the American flag down because we've cut as much hell under that as the Confederate flag. today. It's the people that carry the American flag. What flag do the police have? What flag flies over the non-justice department? What flag flies over the White House where a black man lives that's called nigger, nigger, nigger every day? What about that flag? So every time we die, they give us a symbol, no substance. We died on Edmund Pettus Bridge under that flag. Under that flag. We fought in wars under that flag. And came back and were hung and murdered and brutalized under that flag. So don't give us no symbol. Well, now we're going to pull the flag down. That's as easy as it is pulling your pants down. You got to answer a call to nature, you pull your pants down. That's easy. Pull a flag down and you supposed to go away satisfied? See, you don't know what justice looks like. If somebody can pull a flag down and you're happy as though they did something. We want justice under that flag or what the hell is the use of us paying allegiance to a flag under which we get no justice. Ladies and gentlemen, look it up. The Merlin Exclusion 
doctorate. I'll see you guys next week. You guys enjoy the evenings. Bye-bye.